Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. I'm Kevin Sassman, and you're listening to Sasshole, which is not another shitty podcast. Each week, I dive deep into a topic, and you, for some reason, listen to it. So buckle up and prepare yourself for whatever is about to come your way. What's up, guys? Welcome to this week's episode of Sasshole. I really feel like, okay, I feel like sometimes I should just make a standard intro. Well, I have the, obviously the intro that you hear every week, but then I never know how to actually start the episode and I start recording and I'm like, oh wait, I actually have to start talking and I panic. But yeah, anyway, I'll figure that out eventually. Maybe I won't. We'll see. But uh, yeah, this week's episode, I decided I was going to talk about sleep, um, mostly because I've been getting a weird amount of it this week. I don't know. Okay, so I am very much a person who values his sleep, and I wasn't always that way. Like, I I like to make sure that I get my standard amount, um, just because when I don't get enough sleep, I tend to get kind of, like, not cranky, but, like, I can very easily be set over the edge of, like, emotional turmoil. Like, if I get less than, like, seven hours minimum, I, like, all of a sudden have, like, a breakdown the next day. And I'm like, oh, why am I in such a bad mood? And I'm like, oh, wait, because I literally didn't get enough sleep. And it's not like, it's not like I need a ton of sleep. Like, I have friends who will sleep for so long. They're like basically koalas. And I don't know how they do it. Because I, like, I have a point where I reach a sleep where I, like, I can't do this anymore. Like, on the weekends, like, even if I let myself sleep in, which I don't often do, um, I will sleep to, like, 11 and then maybe fall back to sleep until like noon and then I feel disgusting I'm like I have to get up because like I feel like when you sleep too late in the day you kind of waste that day like I don't know like if I'm if I'm not up and doing things by like 9 maybe 10 like 10 is like stretching it I feel like gross and I feel like I've wasted too much of that day like even on the weekends here like I'm always the first one up in the morning out of my entire suite on the weekends, even when if I'm working, because I work security, so I end up working until, like, 3 a.m. on the weekends if I'm working, and then I'm still up earliest the next day at, like, 9 a.m. Like, I come back and everyone might sleep to sleep, and I'm still up at 9 a.m. the next day, like, doing laundry, just because, like, I can't, I can't sleep too much because I was, like, I feel gross afterwards, which 100% was not always the case. Like, in high school, okay, my high school sleep schedule was an absolute mess, and it was just, it was really bad. And it was mostly because I didn't have a good pattern of studying in high school or like getting homework done, I should say, because I would come home from school and then I would sit on my phone or like sit on my laptop or do whatever, just like screw around until 10 PM and then be like, oh wait, I have the X, Y, and Z to do. And that's each going to take me four hours each. Oh, I'm not sleeping. That's fun. And then I, like, rush through all my homework, get it done. But, like, I would end up going to bed, like, 2 o'clock minimum on most weeknights. Which is, like, that, like, absolutely, like, now is preposterous to me. Like, if I did that now, I would be wiped the next day. And I don't even have to get up as early anymore. Like, in high school, it would be, like, 2 to, like, 6 a.m. Because I would get up at 6 a.m. Because I'm also the kind of person who likes to have, like, my mornings to myself. I like to be able to, like, get up, have a morning shower, I like to have my breakfast. Like, I can't, I cannot go to class, leave without breakfast to the point where, like, I will grab breakfast and then just sit there and eat it in class if I need to, just because, like, I can't go without breakfast. 
I don't understand how people do that. That's that's a whole different rant. But yeah, like in high school, I would just I always made the joke that like, oh yeah, I just kind of nap in between each school day, which like was kind of true and really bad for me. Like, I would get to the point where like Friday would come and like the weekend, and I would pass out at like midnight on Friday because my sleep schedule was so so screwed. I wouldn't be able to sleep until then, and then I would sleep until like noon the next day my parents would always be like Kevin you gotta get up and like I don't know how I physically did that because I my body doesn't do that anymore like I don't know if it's just because I'm used to getting a good amount of sleep now because when I got here last year I I guess I guess I just started getting a better sleep schedule at first I did not the very beginning of the school year last year I had major FOMO about absolutely everything not everything but I would stay in the common room on my floor with all my friends until like 2 a.m. every night and then be like oh I'm tired huh and then I eventually hit a point where I was like okay like am I really gonna miss out on anything like if I need to stay up till 4 a.m. to be friends with these people is it worth being friends with them uh, <laughs> that sounds so awful I'm sorry to any of my friends who hear that I love all of you but I don't know I just I can't physically stay up that late and still function the next day um I'm a person who well so, like, even still, like, waking up, too, like, waking up is so much easier when I get enough sleep. Like, if I get my seven hours, like, I wake up fine. Like, I have a very, very gentle light alarm sounds. Like, I have an iPhone, so I use, like, the Apple ones or whatever. And they have, like, these special set for, like, if you use, like, the bedtime feature. And it essentially is, like, very, very gentle sounds. And I will, like, wake up to them immediately. And it's great because I didn't wake up my roommate because he sleeps later than me every day we we're like two hours off in our sleep actually like three hours off in like our sleep schedule like i get up at like seven every day for school he gets up at 10 i go to bed at like 10 he goes to bed at like one it's, it's, we just like three hours shifted it works out fine because neither of us both of us are able to roll back over and fall back asleep and he actually like never wakes me up when he comes in because once i'm asleep i'm asleep like i you can, i cannot be woken up until it's time to physically have my body arise <laughs> like I it's really bad like to the point where like at home if I accidentally fall asleep for a nap I'm not going to dinner that night like it just didn't happen because I I slept through dinner and I'll wake up and I'll be like Ugh, why I really wanted to get any meatballs tonight and like they're cold now I don't even want it and my sister's like I literally shook you and screamed your name for five minutes and you did not move I go oh okay thanks for trying but, like, I don't know. I just, I do, don't do wake up once I fall asleep. But my roommate is a very light sleeper. So I tend to wake him up when I get up in the morning because I get up very early. I like to go to the gym before class, which did not happen this week because I chose sleep over the gym for various reasons. But he like, he wakes up to, like, the lightest thing in the morning. But he's awesome because he also falls back to sleep. Ooh, that was just not a sentence. Anyway. Yeah, so, like, when my alarm goes off, it's really nice. Like, I just wake up and... I don't know, I can, I can just get up out of bed pretty easy nowadays when I get my enough, get, like, get enough sleep. This week I've had an issue of, like, falling back asleep after my alarm, which is fine because I set, like, secondary alarms. So a lot of times I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'll be tired or not when I wake up. Like, if I want the extra sleep or if I want to go to the gym, I'll set my normal alarm for gym time and then I'll set a secondary alarm to, like, wake up, like, when I actually need to wake up, which happened, like, the last, like, three days just because this week's been so whack with my sleep schedule. Um, because I keep having, like, work and, like, random things at night, and 
Yeah, I don't know. I also, I'm one of those people with a Fitbit. So, like, I love data. I'm very big on data. I like to be able to see, like, different numbers. Even if they're, like, meaningless, I love data. And so that's exactly why I love my Fitbit. I was like, like oh, look, I took, like, 20% more steps this week, and I can, like, compare those stupid numbers that don't actually mean anything. Um, and sleep is one of those things, and my Fitbit will track sleep. And it's really cool because it'll track, like, different stages of sleep. Like, it'll say, like, oh, you're awake for this long, in light sleep for this long, deep sleep for this long, and, like, REM sleep for this long. And it's always really bad because you're supposed to get, like, a certain distribution. Like, you're supposed to. Like, you obviously, like, in, like, health science, the weird thing about health science is, like, it's hard to put standardization on numbers because every person is different just because of different factors like gender, age, uh, race, all that, like that all plays into, uh, like what is actually good for you. And so like health is weird because like the standard is like seven and a half hours, but like, that's like, well, no, actually I think the standard's seven hours. I like to get seven. It's, no, it's seven to eight. That's what it is. Cause I like seven and a half cause I like splitting things in half. So I have my seven and a half hours like as my benchmark, but like also like that changes obviously like little kids don't like need more than that I think yeah no you need more when you're little and less when you're older which doesn't make sense because I want more now than when I was little but yeah like I don't it, the standards are different for everyone but anyway I like to see my little stats and the cool thing about Fitbit is also like I recently like my old one died and so I had to upgrade to like one of the newer ones because they didn't sell my old model and yada 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 and this one now has like a heartbeat tracer and stuff like that so we can sense like what stage of sleep i'm in and i well every night like i am always like it always says i'm awake for like an hour every night just from like shifting i don't know if i'm like a restless sleeper and it doesn't realize that or what because i don't ever feel like i'm awake for that long like it's very rare that i wake up in the middle of the night for an extended period of time and like because i like i tend to sleep through the night and like what oh I only like the only time I ever don't sleep through the night is when I'm like sick or if like obviously something happens but like I got like pretty sick earlier this month and like right before it happened I couldn't sleep through the night for a couple nights and I was like oh that's so weird and I got sick I was like oh that's why and um yeah like it's weird that it like I always it says I stay up a lot which just doesn't make sense to me I, it also says I always get too much light sleep, which I don't know how to, like, there's nothing I can do to change that. It's always like, you get way too much light sleep and not enough deep in REM sleep. And I'm like, well, like, I can't control that. And it's like, go to sleep at a standard time. And I'm like, I can't control that either. I have classes at different times. Like, I wake up around the same time every day. Um, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm always up at 7. Well, actually, that's, I'm completely lying. I don't get up at the same time every day. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, the goal is 7. Um, but if I skip the gym, it's eight Tuesday. Why does, why am I even going over this? Here's, so here's my daily itinerary that you all care about very deeply, but yeah, I don't know. I, I like that the Fitbit has my stats. It also does like, it's also cool cause it has like your resting heart rate, which at night like always drops so low. And so when I first got this for some reason, my resting heart rate was like super low and I don't know if I got it because, like, it was, like, like beginning of the summer and it was nice out. And, like, that's why my resting heart rate has been higher recently. But, like, at the beginning of the summer, like, I would, like, check my heart rate over the night and it would drop to, like, 40 beats per minute. 
But it's like absolutely. I'm like, how was I functioning? How did I did I just like die in my sleep last night and then like revive? Like, how did that happen? But I don't know. So yeah, like re- the recommended sleep. I don't know why I'm hopping back to that. Like it's just it's weird to me that, and also like as you get older too, like it gets harder to sleep. At least like obviously I don't have much experience with that being an elderly 20 but like as from what I've heard from adults that it is harder to sleep once you get older my dad's pretty funny because he says he hasn't woken up to his alarm in like years because he sets his alarm and every day his body wakes him up like 10 minutes before the alarm which has never happened to me I always sleep straight to my alarm but I always well it depends if I'm getting enough sleep I wake up right away to my alarm like immediately up immediately off if I'm not getting enough sleep, I can sleep completely through my alarm, um, which often happens with naps. I also, okay, on the subject of naps, I don't like naps, which I know is very controversial. Like, for me, naps are, naps aren't, like, a waste of the time. They're definitely a good use of time, but I only take them when it's absolutely necessary to. Like, I am not the kind of person to just, like, middle of the afternoon be like, you know what, I'm going to sleep for two hours like that just doesn't happen to me I like to take little NASA naps um I don't know why they're called NASA naps I really only got it from my friend who's like a pro napper Mia she um sent this thing in a group chat we had last year of like all like the how long you should nap for type things and it's like 20 minutes is good for this uh 30 minutes is bad don't do 30 minutes 60 is good for this and on there was like NASA nap, which is a nap for 26 minutes, because that's the longest you can sleep before your body starts going to the deeper stages of sleep, which is, like, why you shouldn't nap for 30 minutes, because your body's going to the deeper stages, it's hard to wake up, and you feel worse after you get up. I like to do NASA naps when I'm like, oh, I have to stay up late tonight, NASA nap, because I can't just, like, devote three hours of my day, because I, I don't know, once again, I feel like I'm wasting it, like, I, I designate my, like, seven hours at night, and that's all I get. I also tend to get more sleep on the weekdays than I do on the weekends, just because on the weekends, I don't put a restriction on, I don't tend to put a restriction on when I go to bed, like, if my friends and I are hanging out, I'm gonna stay up, but, like, when I get up in the morning on the weekends, it's always, like, can't stay later than nine, so if I'm up to, like, two with my friends just, like, screwing around, like, I'm gonna only get, like, that much sleep, which I suppose is still seven hours in theory. Hmm. But also, like, apparently I don't sleep for one hour of every night. And it's always weird because that, that hour is, like, no matter how much I sleep, it doesn't really change much. It's, like, the lowest I've seen it drop is, like, 45 minutes, and the most I've seen it hit is, like, an hour 15. Like, that half hour, I always have, like, within that half hour window, like, that much is how much I'm awake every night, no matter how long I sleep. Like, even if I sleep for, like, 12 hours, it's like, yeah, you you were awake for an hour. I'm like, well, okay. Like, where is this just, ooh statistics on that statistics is a funny word i like it i just stumble over it almost every time and i don't know why i don't it's just one of those words and i don't think i don't know if i'm the only one who has that like is is that is that just me am i the only one who has a problem with that word which makes me wonder like do i have a slight lisp but like now i'm saying lisp and i'm thinking about my lisp. like do i have a lisp doesn't matter but yeah i don't know not being able to sleep well, I can't just, that's not how you transition topics. I have, like, a little topic list I keep in my laptop, and, like, so if you're ever listening to this podcast, and all of a sudden I just, like, completely change topics with no, like, real transition between them, that's what I'm doing. I'm looking over me, I'm like, oh, I want to talk about that. 
So here's my flawless transition to talking about not being able to sleep. I cannot sleep with out with like when there's lights on. So that's also my issue with napping during the day is because if there's light out, I have struggles sleeping. And so this was a real issue last night when a, a nor'easter came through and it wiped out the power in my building and the backup generator came on. And for some reason in the dorm buildings that I'm living in, the backup power turns on one light in every single room and you can't turn it off. And unfortunately for me, my bed is almost directly underneath that light in our room. And so I could not sleep last night when I got back from work at midnight just because the light was still on. So I was just sitting there like reading, trying to get tired. Because that's like usually, my, that's my strategy to fall asleep. I have a lot of strategies to fall asleep. I have, it depends on where I am and why I'm trying to fall asleep. So like if I am taking a nap, I will put on ASMR, which I know is very controversial, but I enjoy it and it helps me sleep. I'll put on ASMR and I'll just like put my headphones in and I'll, that's how I'll fall asleep for naps. I'll just like close my eyes and I try to make sure like when I'm trying to sleep and I like know it's not like a normal time for me to fall asleep. I'll do like a lot of deep breathing while I'm trying to fall asleep because uh, because there's science behind that. It slows down your heart rate, which then makes your body be like, oh, cool. We can do this right now. Peace. But yeah, uh, that's my big tip to anyone who has trouble sleeping, which is probably so like incorrect. Like that's not actually good. Like the chance of that helping anyone, it might. Because I don't know, I have a lot of friends who will text me and be like, I can't sleep like at like 1am and I'm like, well, that actually doesn't happen that often. But like people have done that before and I'm like, why are you on your phone? Like just turn your phone off and like close your eyes. I don't know. That's like, that's like one thing that like, not like bugs me but I'm always like that's just like a simple solution like turn like obviously your phone's keeping you awake like these things are designed to like make us use them so like if you just force yourself to turn it off and put it away like you can then not use them and maybe fall asleep but yeah I like to use ASMR for naps I like to for like if I'm just falling asleep it depends like if I'm at school I have this like cute little like pocket thing that like talks me with my mattress that my mom found and like I keep my kindle in it and so like, every night it's great because the kindle has like a backlit screen so like when my roommate's asleep on the off chance my roommate's asleep it happened a lot more last year I had a different roommate last year but um or even still like I have the lights off and then like I can just be reading my book and then as soon as I get tired just like close it drop it in the pocket and like knock um but at home like I don't tend to do that as much I tend to do more ASMR when I'm at home um, mostly because I have a bigger bed and I'm less afraid of losing my earbuds, especially because, like, in the morning, if I can't find them, I can tear apart my bed and not worry about waking up, said roommate. I don't know. But, yeah, those that's my typical strategies for falling asleep. A book is really good because I do really love reading, and then, like, it relaxes me enough to, like, get me to fall asleep. And it's not like, I don't, like, I know a lot of people try reading, like, something boring, but, like, I like to read, like, the books that, like, I really enjoy, which is, like, sometimes backfires like the book I'm at like almost the I well I just got past the climax of the book that like I've been working my, my sleep book I have like a sleep book because like it's it's the one on my kindle I don't use my kindle for everything I like to, I prefer a physical book but the kindle is really convenient for like night and also travel um and so like I like have like my sleeping book which is like the book I read when I go to sleep so like, I just got past the climax of my sleep book and my issue was the other night I found, like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, my heart's pounding because, like, it's, like, a really intense scene in the book because I get really involved in my books. 
So, like, my heart's pounding. And I'm like, wait, like, no, go to sleep. And I just, like, closed it, and, like, I rolled over, and I was fine, thankfully. But, yeah, like, not being able to sleep has never really been an issue for me, thankfully. But I know, like, it's an issue for a lot of people. And it's also, like, an actual, like, medical thing for a lot of people, which, like, sucks because... I love my sleep and I, I would go crazy and I feel very bad for anyone who has insomnia because that is, that's, that's big rough. <laughs> that sounds so insensitive. Sometimes I wonder on this podcast if like, I say a lot of things that like, I don't mean to be insensitive, but I realize could be insensitive, especially if people don't know me that well. And so, like, obviously I feel like a lot of the main population of listeners to this podcast are people that know me pretty well. And so sometimes I'm worried that, like, someone who, like, I'm, like, kind of acquaintances with, which, like, if that's you, like, thank you for listening. And also, if it's not you, thank you for listening anyway, but still. I feel like if it's an acquaintance, I feel like I say certain things that, like, could come off as really bad and make me sound like an awful human being, which, I'll admit, I am sometimes. But, like, sometimes I'm worried that, like, I come off as worse of a human being than I am. (laughs) But, yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah. So anyway, we talked about not being able to fall asleep. We talked about naps. I guess like, well, okay. So once I am asleep, I don't tend, I have always had, like I, okay, I'm trying to talk about dreams right now. <laughs> once again, another flawless transition. Go Kevin, pro podcaster. But I don't, like before college, I didn't tend to have dreams. And now that's probably related to the lack of sleep I got. But like also like, there's this like proven thing that there's like REM rebound. So basically when you dream, it's because of REM sleep. Uh, and if for anyone who doesn't know what that is, REM sleep is like when your body, I believe like, obviously we don't know much about it. Cause like the brain is really hard to study, but REM sleep is believed to be the part where your body is kind of like filing through your memories of the day. And it's kind of like making sure that everything's like archived correctly. And that's why like everyone always says like, get a lot of sleep for a big exam because like, that's your body's turn to like really like ingrain the information in your long-term memory. And so REM sleep is like what happens during that time. And during that time, your eyes also move back and forth very rapidly. Um, it's also very shallow sleep. Uh, so you can be woken up pretty easily, I believe, from it. Unless I'm completely messing that up. I have not taken psych in a couple years. But anyway, I know REM sleep is when you dream. And so like there's this thing called REM rebound. And I feel like even though I got a lack of sleep in high school, I feel like when I did sleep, it should have, like, I should have, like, caught up on those dreams, like, had a little backup. I don't know. And it's weird that like, you don't always remember your dreams. Like, dreams are just such a weird thing that, like, science has not actually, like, found a real thing for. They're like, oh, yeah, like, it could be this. We have these ideas, but we don't know, which I feel like happens with a lot of science. There's not a lot of science that the general public get exposed to. Like, I know a lot like already in my courses like biology courses here like some people will ask questions in class and the professor will go like yeah we don't know that yet like we're still working on figuring that out which is like so crazy because like a little kid like you think like oh yeah science knows everything and science knows a lot science does know a lot but science does not know everything but yeah like dreams i said so when i was little i have these distinct memories of certain dreams i have this i had this one dream where it's the only one that's coming to mind right now, but basically I was like in some weird giant factory and I think I was with my family and some weird witch-esque thing would come in and be mad at me for whatever reason. 
and would turn me into a half bear, half bee. And I would just start floating towards the ceiling and had no control over it. And that was the dream. Like that was, that was like, that's all I remember of it. And so like, I don't know. I used to have like a little dream journal about just like dreams that like I would wake up and I would like be like, Oh, write that down really fast. Cause like, that's what I remember reading when I was little. Like, Oh, like if, if you can, like you remember your dreams most vividly when you first wake up to so keep a journal so you can just write it down. I also remember having this one dream. It was like, I don't think it was, this wasn't a recurring dream. That last one was, but I had this one dream when I was little about, I was in like an elevator with a bunch of people from my class and it was just like one giant elevator, like not like a standard size elevator, like a very large elevator, like barroom size, but it was an elevator. And that's like, we had some like weird adventures and like that. I don't remember, but like dreams are so whack. And I feel like my dreams, I've since going to college and sleeping more, I've had more dreams that I remember. Well, actually, I don't remember any off the top of my head, but I know like I'll wake up the next day like, oh, I dreamt that. Um, I also have, a, I also have a quite a bit of dreams where like they feel very real, even if the things happening in them aren't necessarily possible or like they're out of the normal idea of what might happen. But like I have dreams where like I've had like several points where like I'll wake up, like one happened to me like very recently like, I'll wake up crying and be like, why am I crying? And then I have to be like, oh, I just had a weird, like, sad dream. But, like, it, like, doesn't, like, it, it's, like, weird that that has, like, never happened before in my life. Like, where I've, like, had, like, dreams where, like, they've emotionally affected me and have woken up, like, emotionally, like, charged because of it. I don't know. I don't know. Dreams are, dreams are funky. Dreams are unexplained for the time being i would love to see more science come out on like what dreams are and how they happen and like why they happen uh because all we have are vague like theories on that for right now um i guess along with like dreams and stuff like stuff you do with your sleeping like i apparently used to sleepwalk a tiny bit when i was younger not that much i think i believe my mom told me my brother did it more than i did but i do know one time when i was little I, like, got up out of bed and, like, walked to the shower and, like, fully started getting ready to shower. But, like, I turned on the water and my mom was like, uh, Kevin, like, what are you doing? And she, like, got out of bed and thankfully, like, got me right before, like, I actually stepped into the shower. Like, I had all my clothes on. I just, like, turned it on. I was, like, ready to get in. And, like, my mom, like, like, ran and, like, stopped me. And I don't have no recollection of it, but I remember her telling me that, um... I'm sure I must have done it on a couple other occasions because I can't imagine that would be a weird, isolated incident. But I know there's, like, stories of people who, like, will literally like, get up and, like, sleep drive. Like, that's scary. That, like, I can't imagine that happens very often, but, like, that's, like, a weird amount of coordination to have while you were asleep. Like, not even, like, because I feel like a lot of, like, sleepwalking people who like, sleepwalk, like, they don't have any recollection of it at all. So, like, that's not, like, just, like, sleep groggy. Like, that's sleep, that's sleep that's like like that's like groggy walking that's like sleepwalking that was like such a weird thought to like have my brain processed i don't know but yeah like sleepwalking i haven't really so now i've had like a roommate like when i was younger i didn't really have a roommate i shared a room with my brother very briefly but like i didn't really have like roommate roommates until i started coming to college and so like i've never really experienced anyone else having like sleep things I remember when I was really little, oh, this, actually, I did have it happen once when I was younger. I remember when I was really little, I had this friend who, we are all having a sleepover, 
And after we were all done playing with our DSs and we went to bed, we all fell asleep. I woke up in the middle of the night and he had told us the day before, because I feel like all like guys, when they have like a sleepover when they're little, they're like, yo, like, do you like sleep talk or anything like that? Like you, you like, you like figure out what the other one does before you go to sleep. Cause like, it's going to affect you kind of like how like quicksand is going to affect your life when you're little, like what your friend does in their sleep is also going to affect you. And I remember a friend was like, oh yeah, I grind my teeth in my sleep, which is like apparently like a very normal thing. And also, like, definitely bad for you. But I remember, like, waking up in the middle of the night and, like, hearing him grinding his teeth and being like, oh, my God, okay, like, weird. And then falling back asleep. But, like, here, I haven't, like, I had a roommate last year. He didn't talk in his sleep much. I remember waking up a couple times and him talking. He said that I had it happen, like, once or twice. I don't think either of us were, like, very prone to do that. But I do remember, like, waking up at least once and him, like, saying something. And it was, like, he didn't really have, like, it was just kind of, like, one-word things. And it also happened, like, a lot of times if I stayed up later than him, like, reading. And he would just remember fall asleep, and then I would be up late, like, reading or studying or whatever. And he would just all of a sudden, like, say, like, a word. And I'd, like, look and be, like, hello? And he just, like, wouldn't say anything. I was, like, okay, like, this is scary. There's a human in my room talking, but that human is supposedly unconscious. But, yeah, my roommate this year... It's a completely different story. I got his permission before, like, talking about this. Because I was like, this is, like, deep tea on, like, what you do in your sleep. Because I always tease him about it the next day. And he, like, is always like, oh, no, like, I did again. Because he's, like, ashamed of it for whatever reason. I just find it funny. But I've I've only been living with him for, like, a month and a half now. And I've already been woken, not been woken up, but, like, I've already woken up several times in the night. Um just like randomly it was a lot when I was sick but almost anytime I wake up in the middle of the night when I'm here it's because he's like having some kind of conversation in his sleep and they're always like very incoherent sentences they're full sentences but they don't make sense and like some of the words will be spoken and some will be mumbled but even the ones that are spoken like in consecutive order won't make sense together he'll like wake up and he'll be like bumblebee flower I like dogs and like but like it's like less coherent than that I guess I don't know like it's just I don't know how his brain does it but like he does that all the time and I always tease him about it and I always like forget because the issue is it happens in the middle of the night and so I'll wake up and be like haha that's funny but I won't want to turn on my phone to like write down what he's saying because I want to be able to fall back to sleep because that's the one thing if I wake up in the middle of the night and I turn over I check my phone or I get up and go to the ba- like getting up to the bathroom is a little different but if I go and I check my phone, I'll be up for an hour, which is really bad. And that's probably also partially due to the addictiveness of phones, but also, like, just the fact that, like, I'm my brain's stimulated. I think I just could go into the bathroom, like, I might, I could just, like, physically, like, walk there and, like, do my business and, like, walk back and just, like, crash again. So I don't, like, pick up my phone or, like, writing things down in the middle of the night. So I never actually remember what he says, but I always know they're, like, very incoherent and very funny. And so, like, I'll wake up, I'll laugh about it, I'll fall back asleep, and the next day I tease him, I'm like, oh yeah, you're talking again, and he freaks out. But then also another funky thing he does in his sleep. I haven't been told anything weird that I do in my sleep, which is a good thing, but I've, I have, I, I hope, I don't think I do anything weird in my sleep. So, like, I will sometimes walk into the room, and he will be asleep, but, like, <laughs> he will have his knees up in the air, and so, like, he'll be asleep on his back, and he has his feet, like, fully tucked in so like his knees are straight up in the air and like it's just like the weirdest thing because like they can't be 
like not uncomfortable but like that's such a weird like i've never heard of anyone doing that in their sleep like most people are like oh i'm a side sleeper oh i sleep in my stomach and he, like he sleeps with his legs in the air <laughs> which is like i don't know it's so funny to me and i always like tease him about like different things he does when he's sleeping he always gets like upset about it but like it's never actually like, affected me you know what i mean and yeah, I don't know. Apparently, my sister, when she was younger, she would, like, yell in her sleep. My mom would always say, like, she would just, like, full-on, like, scream in her sleep. And so, like, my sister used to have, like, lit, like sleep in the room off of my parents' bedroom. And apparently, she would, like, yell in her sleep. My parents would come, like, check on her, and she'd just be asleep, just yelling. Um, I, also, I also found out, what, well, I, I didn't find out. I was told that, like, one of my friends here also does that. Her roommate told me, like, oh, yeah, she, like, just, like, will yell in her sleep. And I just have to, like, deal with it. <laughs> Which is, like, such a funny thing. <laughs> like, imagine just, like, yelling in your sleep. Like, that's such, like, it's so weird that your body is, like, completely unconscious. But, like, it's, like, not, like, paralyzed enough. Because, like, your body is, like, essentially paralyzed when you're sleeping. Because that's what keeps you from acting out your dreams. And so when you do those things like talk in your sleep or walk in your sleep, that's you actually physically acting out your dreams and there's some kind of malfunction. I wouldn't call it a malfunction, but there's some kind of slip up in your body that is allowing you to act out your dreams despite the lack of, like, despite, like, the fact that your body's supposed to stop you. Because it happens, like, in, like, the, um, not your spinal cord, there's, like, a, a, a body part that I should know the name of that's, like, right above your spinal cord that connects to your, like, head and the... Um, rest of your body it might be like spinal core that's a complete lie I'm looking it up oh it's called the brain stem that's a funky word the brain stem but like especially your brain stem is supposed to stop all electrical signals from coming from your brain to the rest of your body and people who sleep talk sleep yell like that's just not happening that's the reason they sleep talk and sleep yell and sleep walk and all that also but that's not like unrelated to that is snoring i guess because like, snoring is like i don't think it's related to like, i don't think it's supposed to like not happen i mean like obviously people with like sleep apnea and stuff like that like that's like a serious issue but like it's weird like some people just like they snore because like when you breathe in real life your body doesn't do that like no one snores when they're awake so i don't know why your body would do that when you're sleeping when i was younger i had my tonsils removed and i was told it, i don't know if this is true this is probably like some complete lie that was told to me or it was like something told to me that like wasn't this and my young child brain just like thought this and like clung to it when i was younger i had my tonsils removed it might have been like tonsillitis it, like chances are it was probably like something like tonsillitis or just like preventing that but i had my tonsils removed and i was told it was because i <laughs> i remember my mom just being like well you don't want to snore like your father right <laughs> which is so funny that she like completely ratted up my dad for like me getting this random surgery and she was like yeah you don't want to smell like your dad <laughs> which is so funny to me and i know that they both listen to this <laughs> and my mom's probably like i don't even know <laughs> but i don't know that's full drama between the two of them you two can have a little fun little conversation about that later me being lied to about my tonsils because that's definitely not the real reason and yeah I don't know, snoring, yeah. I guess also, like, oh my god, this just came to me. Yesterday, I was working a hiring session for the uh, for security, or campus security. I was just sitting in, um, helping out my boss, they train the new monitors, 
And I looked up from one point because I was just doing work on my laptop while he talked, like he presented. And I looked up and there was just this kid sitting there completely asleep against the wall. And I'm like, bud, this is your, like, this is the hiring session for the job you're trying to get and you're asleep. And like, also like, this is the job that like, it's a night job. Like if you're asleep at the hiring session, like doesn't that show something about like your ability to do this job? Which I thought was so funny. Um, and he was like behind where my boss was standing. Like my boss was angled away from him towards the rest of the classroom. It's like, I don't think my boss even noticed him being asleep, but it was so funny to me. I, okay. So in high school, I obviously didn't get enough sleep. And so I have a distinct memory of sitting across from my friends, Blaine and Camille at the time. And them just like laughing at me because I was falling asleep as a professor, not professor, the teacher was talking in my chemistry class. And apparently like I would just kind of like my head would start bobbing and like one eye would close and then I like jerk back up. I didn't really have an issue with like obviously in elementary school I didn't have an issue falling asleep in class and I started having it in middle school but it was only with like certain classes each semester. So like I remember like in seventh grade my issue was English. Like for some reason that class would always put me to sleep and I wasn't sure if it was like the type of environment of the class because it was never like it was always English and I just hated English. It was like different classes each semester like it would be science my eighth grade year and then obviously my junior year is chemistry that class I guess and then senior year of high school I got my life together actually I guess my sleep revolution my sleep revolution started in senior year of high school rather than college but also you still had to get up so early for school in high school that's the thing is like school is way too early for like like the like public schools at least all the ones i went to start way too early like the, it, there is no need to have students in by like 7:35 that is absolutely inhumane in the fact that like that is like cutting kids off from their sleep not only because science has proven through circadian rhythms so basically also more science circadian rhythms are the cycles that your body go through to um, make sure that certain things are happening in your body at the right time. So that's why um, at night it's easier to fall asleep than during the day because your body's producing melatonin at that time um, because of the cues it's getting from the natural light. That's also why the blue light in your phone is bad um, and why you should turn on night mode for your phone, like to turn it on at sunset because the blue light from your phone um, tells your brain, oh, it's still light out, keep going. No, don't produce melatonin. So that's like only going to screw you over more especially for the fact that like teens and like basically anyone who's not fully developed yet like their bodies produce melatonin at a later time in the day and produce it for a longer time in the morning than adults like fully like full adults do so like say your body's gonna start producing melatonin an hour after sunset that will happen in adults but for teenagers that onset may not be for two and a half hours and so that's why teenagers have an issue with going to bed on time and also why they have an issue with getting up in the morning for school, which is way too early because your body doesn't stop producing like the melatonin until like, I believe like eight or nine o'clock. And that's just the melatonin. That's like you being able to like physically, because melatonin is a um, hormone that helps your body sleep. I don't know how it does it, but like, that's just like a scientific fact. Like school should not set there early because kids need more sleep not only like obviously if it goes late in the day kids are gonna be up late doing homework 
but like they're more likely to be more alert for that school day because their bodies just aren't physically ready to like function at 7 30 in the morning like that's just like a scientific fact which is like so crazy to me that like more schools haven't like adopted that i guess it's not like obviously a pressing education political issue but i still think it's like important to recognize and i think some schools have i've seen i've noticed in reports of some schools like pushing back their start times to accommodate that but definitely not enough in my opinion this is like a random opinion i have i guess also like falling asleep at like the wrong times so like this summer i had a job at amazon and i worked the overnight shifts at amazon why because i'm absolutely crazy but also because they paid me more money to do that and so i was like cool i love more money so basically i would work the overnight shifts on friday no saturday sunday monday yeah so like saturday night to sunday morning sunday to monday monday to tuesday and my shift would start at 9.15 p.m. and it would go until 5.45 in the morning unless we got out early, which we almost never did. And basically then I would be awake, I would be awake the entire time it was dark out. And then I would get home and it would be 6 a.m. and it would be like full daylight out because it was summer. And I would just have to go to sleep. And so I got like my little sleep mask or whatever. And, like, I would go in my sleep mask, I'd put in my little ASMR, I'd fall asleep, but then, like, I couldn't sleep later than, like, 11, like, ever. Maybe, no, that's a lie. I couldn't sleep later than, like, noon. I was up to, like, one or two once, and I was like, yeah! But, like, sleeping at the wrong times, like, that's also why sleeping at the wrong times, circadian rhythms and all that. But, yeah, I don't know. I feel like sleeping is a very weird thing to talk about, because obviously it's something we all do, but it's, like, it's different for everyone. Like, oh my god, I have you know what the best, like, I, so obviously I talked about earlier, like, not being able to, like, being able to get up pretty easy when I'm supposed to, but also, like, the best sleeps, like, the best naps sometimes are, like, I try not to get upset with myself when I take naps. This podcast is so all over the place. Like, I have talked about the same four topics, but, like, it's, like, I'm on topic one, then four, then two, then three, then four again, then two, then one. (laughs) Anyway, the best naps are the ones like so when I have naps I try not to be upset with myself if I fall asleep by accident because obviously that's what my body needed at the time my body needed to sleep and so like if I accidentally take a three-hour nap like okay I needed that I'll fix I'll like figure it out from there but the best kind of naps are like the ones that are accidental and like you don't actually have responsibility so it's fine that you had those naps so when you wake up and you're like oh what year is it are there flying cars yet beautiful perfect I love it and I don't know I I, I just I it's like I know that's like a like a not a meme but like it's like a thing that people talk about on the internet and be like haha that's so relatable to everyone but like I truly like have woken up before and been like oh my god like is this still the same day of the week did I sleep from 4 p.m to 8 a.m the next day oh my god I also remember this one time in uh, elementary school it was third grade and the there was no ac in the school or something like that and it was a really really hot day and apparently some kid i remember his name's cameron came back home that day and i remember like i don't remember if his mom came and dropped him off and was telling the teacher and i was overheard or what but apparently like he came in came home from school and it was so hot that day he was so exhausted he fell asleep right when he got home from school and slept until he got up the next day for school. 
And his mom was like, he had, like, theater or something, but I just, I just let him sleep. He obviously needed it, which is <laughs> very funny. But yeah, I think that's kind of everything I was hoping to talk about for this week. I hope y'all were able to follow this. Like, it was a hodgepodge. I thought this was going to be a very, like, not structured, but I thought the flow of this episode was going to, like, make sense in my head. And then I just kept remembering random stories halfway through, and I just kind of, like, popped around. But yeah, thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Twitter, at Southhold Podcast, and subscribe on Anchor and Spotify. I'll be back next Sunday with a new episode, but in the meantime, don't be a jerk, be a Southhold.